La pendule fait tic-tac, tic-tic. Les oiseaux du lac, pic-pac, pic-pic. Glou, 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 font tous les dindons. Et la jolie cloche, ding ding dong Mais boum, quand notre cœur fait boum. Tout avec lui dit boum. Et c'est l'amour qui s'éveille. Hey, bonjour Rugby Friends and welcome to a new edition of French Rugby Connections. And don't forget the connections, very important for this podcast, with moi, Véronique Landieu, and... And Mike Pierce. How are you, Mike? I'm not too bad. Not too bad at all. It's been a bit of a quieter week rugby-wise, hasn't it? The, this week, just the top 14. Seems a bit low-key. <laughs> I think it's a kind of a Welsh humour. It's been go, go, go for a few teams. You know, we've had some games to catch up, such as Brive and Montpellier. Let's review the, the games that took place last weekend. So you saw the highlight of Castres versus Lyon, Mike? Yeah, yeah. A good win for Castres. Castres 37, Lyon 29. Tries for Castres, Nakosi 2. Hunk, Patin and Gillemin and two tries for Leon by Kulu and Tuisova. 16 points from the boot of Udapaleta. God, Castric must have the most difficult <laughs> pronouncing names in the top 40. And uh, yes, yeah, so they, they were leading 20 points to nine at half time. So a very impressive win for Castra. And they are doing really well because on the ranking, you know, Castres ranked now six with 59 points. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty impressive outcome, that. It is. It is indeed. Yes, absolutely. And yes, I'll provide you some French lessons you know, regarding how to, <laughs> God, <laughs> how to pronounce a French name, not only for players, but also for teams. But it's the Fijians, most of them. It's the Fijians. <laughs> it's not the French yeah. ones. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so I watched the highlight of Racing. Racing won very comfortably. 45 to 19. It was a fast try. Not a fast try, a try fast with five tries, you know. So... First try was by Curtly Beal at the 10 minutes. Teddy Thomas was on fire, absolutely on fire. He scored a try 18 minutes, but he, he was very, very pivotal in that game, playing with his, with his uh, best friend, Gael Ficou. And yeah. Gael Ficou scored his first try of the 43rd minutes. And then Tao Fefevna, 67 minutes. So it wasn't a great uh, day in the office for Clermont. Only one try scored at the 22nd minutes. But they had a lot at stake for at Racing. They lost, you know. Do you know how many games they've lost in the last month, Racing? No, I think they, they lost four, didn't they? That's correct, yeah, absolutely. So they had a revenge to take. And I think that Travers, Laurent Travers and... <laughs> <laughs> and Jackie Lorenzetti had some stern words with some of them, yeah. so they are, they were back. And it was nice to see Finn Russell back as well. And and using his French at the end of the match, somebody asked me, "So what, what do you want to do now?" And he said, "Une bière, <laughs> a beer." <laughs> yeah, he's a character. I've got some news regarding Teddy Thomas in the. Any other business? So, Agen Paul, you watched that? Yeah, I mean, poor Agen, you know, a bit of a hammering again. Agen 7, Poe 47, nothing much to say except uh, eight tries for Poe. That takes him up to 12th place in the table, which is you know pretty decent for Poe. They led 27-0 at half time, so the game was 
was never really in doubt. You know, bottom of the table clash and another defeat for Ajahn. It's a bit disappointing for Ajahn because, you know, you would have thought that against Po, which is currently number 12, yeah. you know, they could have out-muscled them a little bit more and got get a better score. Yeah, but, um, they can't get a win from anywhere, can they? Poor things. No, it's, they need something, some va-va-va-voom. But, you know, they are aware that next year, that's it, they're probably probably two. But, yeah, it's just, anyway, c'est la vie. You know, it's, it's, it's a bit sad, very sad yeah. for Ajahn because it has so much history. Absolutely. And, uh, one of the great clubs of France, you know, at one point. I know, I know. But I think, you know, what did well is that the academy has been really, really good. But then as soon as they finish the academy, they go to other clubs yeah. that plays more. So it's yeah. a bit of a... A bit of a shame, but I hope they will ramp up and they will be back in the top 14. Uh-huh. So it was another win for... Montpellier, really good, you know, since Philippe Saint-André has taken the reign over Xavier Gaber-Josa, you know, he has, it has worked his magic, you know, the, yeah. all the guys woke up, I think they understood the seriousness of the situation. Yeah, yeah, they turned the corner now, haven't they, I think. Completely, completely. And, you know, getting to the final as well of the Challenge Cup yeah. has really proved a, a boost. Absolutely. So, another first try again with five tries. 14 try minutes. Fest. Yeah, try fest, sorry. Boutier, 14 minutes. Jusen, 20 minutes. Williams, oh, it was so nice to see Williams. Williams came from the bench, actually. What uh, Philippe Saint-André did very cleverly is that at the uh, 17 minutes before the end of the match, Because uh, Montpellier and La Rochelle, where the score was very close to each other, he laid at the beast, you know, the, the, the big yeah. muscle. And William says, you know, scored uh, a try, 50 second minutes. Uh, then Reinhard, 58. And then Bicognier, 66 minutes. As you can see, three tries scored, you know, within 16 minutes. So that was amazing. And La Rochelle, as you can imagine, you know, they are saving the best players yeah, for the Heineken Cup. But uh, chapeau. Chapeau to, to Montpellier. And I understand yeah. that uh, Philippe Saint-André had some stern words to his players during halftime as well. Say, come on, guys, you know, you need to move yeah. your ass. Something along those lines, I suppose. You know. So, yeah. So, Brief and Stade Francais, a win for Stade Francais at Brief, 31 points to 28, three tries each, and halftime 14-6 to Stade Francais. But the game for me that perhaps the most impressive scoreline was Toulon 44, Toulouse 10. Admittedly, Toulouse, as with La Rochelle, had a weakened team out. There was no Antamak, no Dupont, no Colbay. But still, 44 points to 10. Carbonell, the, the French fly half, had a great day. 29 points, two tries, five conversions, three penalties. The other Toulon tries were Cordan, Villiers and Saran. And Toulon ratcheted down to 13 men at one stage with two yellow cards. So um, they were leading 23 at half time. As I say, weakened Toulouse side, but still, you know, you can only play what's in front of you. And I think Toulon will be very happy with that win, particularly as they were down to 13 men at one stage. Wow. So, Bayonne versus Bordeaux-Bègle, not the greatest game for Bayonne. Bordeaux had. A try fest <laughs> again. Five tries, 
you know, by... Is this, is this your new phrase now? Have you, has this taken over from you, the usual suspects? Tri-face, yes, no. and, and from your niggly as well, he said. <laughs> <laughs> we all have our habits, you know. And sometimes I listen to other podcasts. Laurence Dallalio, key sentences, ultimately says that a lot, you know, I've noticed that. But anyhow, <laughs> everybody's no, got funny their... enough, I bumped into him in the toilets at the stoop on Sunday. What happened? Yeah, we both in the toilet together. Yeah, it was because it was harlequins and wasps. And and he we, said, hi, how are you? Yeah, you know, in typical men fashion, we just looked straight ahead and <laughs> grunted. Ah, how that's are what you? Men, that's what men do. We just look straight ahead and go, ugh. <laughs> I'm not going to and say anything. And he went, <laughs> And that was it, really. Uh, and he didn't say hi. Or he just... No, no, that would be it's just not the dumb thing in gents' toilets. You oh, just really? don't speak it. <laughs> It's an unwritten rule. You don't speak. You don't speak, and you don't look. You just... <laughs> anyway, he reco- we got off the subject. He, he recognised you. Let's go back to that yes. game. So Miyafuna eleven fourteen was le le less less such. I beg. Oh, I can't read my handwriting. Uh, excuse sorry. me. Is this the woman that's going to give me lessons on how to pronounce players' names? Just my handwriting is terrible. I think it was less, less songe. Woki, 34 minutes. Yes. So it was three tries, you know, within, within the first half. And then double try from Lamouté, 50 on 56 minutes. And Hugin Botham, 80. So one try from Eggish. And they felt, you know, uh, Yannick Bruy did say at the end of the match that they were on a different level, you know, bordeaux Bagle. Yeah. But having said that, half time they were not that far. So, kind of, you know, I I, I raised my beret to to to. Oh, beret! You know? No, it's gone off chapeau now. <laughs> so yeah, the, they're still fighting for the bacon, for the jambon de Bayonne. Yeah. Excuse, excuse the pun. French people will understand. They will, I'm sure. <laughs> I need, I need, can you get subtitles on podcasts? Or not? <laughs> it's a multicultural podcast. It certainly is. <laughs> so, yeah, as I said, you know, it's a pity that they did lack of discipline, but it's it's a bit tough for Paul and Bayon, who are currently residing at the bottom of the yeah. top 14. So Paul, number 12, and uh, and Bayonne, number number 13. And there were two matches that took place yesterday. Yeah, that's right. It's unusual, isn't it? How do you say? Uh, First catch try. Catch-up play. Catch-up. Tomato yeah. catch-up. <laughs> no, catch-up. Yeah, they they were rearranged, weren't they, from the, the I guess their matches have been cancelled due to COVID. Correct. Right? But how do you say that in French? They were matches that were try, uh, rearranged because of COVID. You need to listen to our <laughs> podcast, mate. You say match de rattrapage. I said that three times last week. I know, but you know, at my age, I've got very poor short-term memory. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, don't worry, I'll get a good one later. You, okay. should know, you should know that one for your French lesson. So again, you know, I raise my... My oh, you know what? Because I'm from Britain, yeah, I would say my coif, <laughs> my headgear. <laughs> but I come from the north of Brittany, so it's different. Mission accomplished for Montpellier and for Brive. They they were in a dangerous situation, but we can say they are more or less safe. Another great try fest for Montpellier. Four tries. Vincent eight minutes. Uh, Gondebe twenty minutes. Reinhard fifty nine. Delomel seventy one. 
And Toulon had an off there. And they only scored one try, 39 minutes. And they had, you know, they had wanted more. And, you know, they, in French, you say, ils ont pris le poil de la bête. I think they have grown a pair, basically. Okay. Yeah. Fair <laughs> That's what I would say. It's and a, and Charles like... Olivon got a nice card for his birthday. Unfortunately, it was a yellow one. Oh, okay, okay. Well, c'est la vie, that, that, that happens. Carton uh, jaune. Yeah, they are, you remember that one. So, yeah, they are yeah. very pleased for, for Montpellier. They are ramping up. They are the disastrous, you know, first term until January. And then, you know, Philippe Saint-André pick up the pieces. Exactly, and, uh, yeah. A team of that talent really had to turn it around at some point, didn't they? You just yes. felt there were just too much... Too much flair and skill there, and you know sheer talent to to carry on that poor run. But yeah, good for them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's never too late. It was just uh, just in time. Then Brice versus La Rochelle, twenty four twelve. Very pleased for Brive. They've got the bonus points as well. Mission accomplished. Yeah. Uh, Montpellier and Brive are in a healthier position. And like uh, our friend Guillaume Guirano said, he said that they've got now one foot. And four toes in the top 14. They are nearly, <laughs> nearly there. Yeah. <laughs> and talking about Guillaume Girado, so you spoke with him, he's featuring in your book. Yeah, I've got a book coming out in the autumn. Um, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think what? I've mentioned it. Uh, what, what is it called? The title is, I think it's, funny enough, we're working on a cover yesterday, so I think it's going to be called Brutal Blues. Brutal uh -huh. Blurs, that is the working title at the moment, and it's basically the hard men of French rugby, hard man French rugby team 1 to 15. And and chapter 2, of course, with in line with the shirt number, is not that many would perhaps think of him as a particularly hard player, certainly not in the dirty sense, but I think mentally, you know, a superb player and a player who carried the French side, really, when, you know, it was at its worst... He seemed to be the one player that, that showed pride and passion when the French team were very poor. And also, you know, I'm not going to give too much away because I want people to buy the book, but, you know, a family story that indicates with his ancestors what a tough life they, time they had during the, during the war and during uh, Franco's dictatorship in Spain. And, you know, a thoroughly nice guy, a really lovely family man who you know, thinks the world of his family and his kids and his wife. And, yeah, thoroughly, thoroughly lovely bloke. So, yeah, that's, that'll be coming up in the book. Yes, I remember you saying that. The civil war under Franco and his family arrived with only shirt on their back. That's all they had. Yeah, his, his grandparents who walked from Granada, you know, right down the bottom of Spain, <gasps> all the way up, all the way up to France and across the Pyrenees. You know, it's an incredible story. Wow. And I have and to say... Beautifully written, as I mean. <laughs> I think you're pushing a bit here. Yeah, I know, of, I know. Too much of a, too, of a good marketeer under my influence. <laughs> you know, but I have to say, you know, I was very pleased to meet him and to chat with him as well. Yeah. Uh, and especially I was your, your photographer when we met him yeah, he, in he, the Six Nation Media launch in 2018. Right. Yeah, yeah. He still talks about you, about that memorable... <laughs> <laughs> we'll see whether he might be able to say a few words he on our podcast one day. He said that was one, one of the most day. memorable three hours of his life, speaking to you. <laughs>
I just said hi. Hi. Ah, <laughs> uh, may I mention that he looked a bit like oh, the, the hooker as well. The young he, hooker. Oh, yeah, Jamie George. Yeah. <laughs> that's another story. I mentioned that yeah, last that, week already. Yeah, that please didn't as well. <laughs> hey, but hey, just to mention, the, this weekend, there's a full Top 14 programme. On Friday night, Poe are back in action again. They are at home to Racing. And then the remaining games on Saturday are Bordeaux against Castra, La Rochelle against Agen. So I think we know which way that's going. Lyon against Brive, Stade Francais against Montpellier. Toulouse, they're at home to Bayonne. And Clermont at home to Toulon. <laughs> Any other business? The Pro des Deux, actually. The six playoff teams, you know, for people who don't know, it's the sort of second division of, of French rugby. The six playoff teams have already been confirmed, even though there's a week to go. Pepignon and Van, they go straight into the semi-finals because they're automatically classed as one and two. And then Biarritz, Oyenar, Colomier and Grenoble, they will be playing in the barrage matches. Biarritz are guaranteed a home tie because of the finishing position they've already got. But the other three positions will be sorted out in the final weekend this weekend, which incidentally sees first against second, Pepignon at home to Vannes. And it'd be interesting to see because there's uh, Pepignon at the moment top with 103 points, which is incredible total, but Vannes is second on 99. So a top of the table clash that in your part of the world I think is going to be a, a brilliant game. So, any other news? The referees have been allocated for the two European finals at Twickenham a week on Saturday. Luke Pierce, our fa- one of our favourites, he'll be refereeing Toulouse against La Rochelle on the Saturday in the Heineken Champions Cup final. And the previous evening, the Friday, Andrew Brace will be refereeing Leicester against Montpellier. Yeah, the only thing is can't speak a word of French... <laughs> <laughs> so I think yeah, I think I know, Andrew right. Andrew Brace needs to listen to our podcast. Uh, one day, you know, we'll invite uh, Wayne Barnes and Luke Pierce and test their French. What do you think about that? Yeah, it'd be great. And, but you know, I really think World Rugby have to address this now because it's a huge disadvantage for for the French teams. And, and I really think you know the referees are professional. You know, they have to learn the laws. They have to learn various other aspects. Surely. They can they can be given the time to learn, you know, the rugby phrases in French at the very least. It can't be that can't be that difficult, can it? No, absolutely. And if you think about Luke Pierce, I think a few years ago he couldn't speak a word of French. But yeah, look at Luke, him now. Yeah, he's really progressing, isn't he? And I have to admit, he's you know when I see Luke Pierce, when I see referees like Wayne Barnes and Luke Pierce in charge, you know, you yes. very rarely get a poor game. Yeah. And that's not coincidence, is it? And he's Welsh. Is he related to you? Is he uh, one of your former cousins or something? Well, like who knows? I, knew, I, know <laughs> you I, know where, I know where you're going with this. I know exactly where you're going with this. And Luke, if you're listening, I know Luke started following me now. So if you're listening, um, <laughs> I deny all knowledge and I wouldn't want I wouldn't want you being associated with me in any way of triple And you know what, Mike? What what whatever happens in Wales stays in Wales. 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, I've got some news here, some really exciting news. Teddy Thomas has had his contract renewed. He was due to leave Racing Metro. Racing Metro, no, Racing 92, I beg your pardon. And uh, I think due to his excellence in playing rugby in the last few games and the, the strong friendship he has with Virimi Bakatawa and, and, and Imhoff uh, and the yeah. fact that Gael Fiku has joined the Racing, I think there's been a, they've had a discussion at Racing and he's staying he's over the moon, it's been announced officially today and he's known you know Gael Fiku for many 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 years and yeah. he's been playing for Racing for the last seven years so uh, he, he really wanted to, to stay there and can you imagine Fiku and Virimi Fakatawa I was uh, just gonna I was just thinking oh. that you think what a backline Imhoff oh. on the wing Teddy Toma and Fiku and Fakatawa in the centre wow that is some backline isn't it and already you could see that in action because Fiku oh. scored a try. Teddy Thomas scored a try. He was very, very pivotal, you know, in that. Yeah, in, and in you've got Curly Beal as well. You think, wow. And Finn Russell and many others. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, yeah. Yeah, exciting Racing. team to watch. Yes. And if you look at the Racing right now, they are on yeah, number three. So because yeah. they won against Clermont, you know, last week Clermont was number three, but this week that's the other way around. You know, it's a Racing 92, number number three, and Clermont na- number four. So, and other news as well, according to Midi Olympique, Jonathan Joseph has been uh, approached by uh, Toulon. Could it be rumours? Could it be gossip from his agents, you know, trying to... Up- <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It's uh, as far as it's been denied, but... Well, if it's from a media Olympique, usually it's a good source of... Uh... What, what, what's interesting, of course, is that would mean the end of his England career because England won't pick players playing outside of England. So so I, I'm not quite sure of his age, etc., but if he's prepared to give up his uh, international career, of course, it will be a, a very lucrative payday for him down in Toulon. <laughs> lesson okay i'm ready i'm ready the and concentrating favor, the favorite time i'm ready for a fest try any minute now so i'm sure that when Bra- barnes and luke pierce know that word but you know before a game the two team captain meet with a referee and they basically you know they toss a coin to find out uh, who'll get the ball first am i yeah. right you are right, yes. Okay. How do I say that? How do, you, how do you think we say that in French? How do we, that that action? Le toss? Yes. <laughs> is it, is it really? Yes, le toss. Oh, that's me trying to be humorous, so it's backfired. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So that's too many well, well, words. That's fluent. Uh, so, so you see, you know, even Andrew Pierce can learn. Oh, let's do le toss. It's yeah. not too difficult. <laughs> So, rugby friends, I hope you enjoy. I'm really excited, you know, about not only about the top 14 because anything could happen. There's so much happening. I mean, I feel for Montpellier because they've got so many games to play now. It's going to be a real 
sprint towards yeah. the end. I think they've got like seven games between the uh, eight, between the 15th of May to the 8th of June. That's absolutely crazy. And I really hope that uh, the, the, the players are going to suffer physically. But uh, also, and I'm very excited to find out about having, you know, three French teams that will play in the Challenge Cup and Heinekamp. We can talk yeah. about that next week. And, yeah. and mostly, your book, Les Bleus, Les Brutal Bleus. Ooh la la. Which will be released when in the autumn, October time, something like uh, that. I think looking at September, October, yes. So yeah, really looking looking forward to that. Definitely, <laughs> we should have a, a big a big launch party somewhere. Yeah, and, uh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. In box. and invite you know your 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 main and Choli and uh, Rougerie. Wow, what a what a night that would Sen. be! <laughs> what a night that would be! We'd, yeah, it'd be you know. Uh, once a marketeer, always a marketeer. You know, that's my first career. <laughs> well, there we are. I'm relying on you then to, to make, make my first million for me, eh? <laughs> yeah. I will give you my day rate afterwards. Okay. Of life. All of right, life. fair enough. Yeah. So uh, do you have anything else to say, Mike? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, as you say, next week we'll be looking forward, you know, excitedly to the to the finals at Twickenham. And yes, I, I'm really looking forward to that final, the Heineken Cup final between La Rochelle and Toulouse. I really hope the weather's going to be good and it's going to be going to be a cracking game, I must admit. Okay, until next week, you have a lovely week, our great listeners. And don't forget to put some comments on our feedback and a few stars if you can. La pendule fait tic-tac, tic-tic. Les oiseaux du lac, pic-pac, pic-pic. Glou, 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 font tous les dindons. Et la jolie cloche, ding-ding-dong. Mais boum, quand notre cœur fait boum. Tout avec lui dit boum. Et c'est l'amour qui s'éveille.